This is BetQL Daily, presented by FanDuel Sportsbook, with the Joes, Joe Ostrowski and Joe Giglio. And then I'll throw a home run prop in. That's my third one for the day. George Springer has been unbelievable since he came off the I.L. and actually, you know, finally got his feet under him about a month and a half ago. And he's going up against Dylan Bundy today, who stinks, who's always stunk since he was in Baltimore. Plus 320, George Springer. He's seen him uh, a decent amount of times. So the home run off him. I'll go George Springer home run prop for the Blue Jays against Dylan Bundy and the Angels. Put in there against tough righties. Springer lifts one to left field. This ball is well struck, and it's gone as well. Number 15 on the season for Springer, and it is two to nothing Blue Jays. From BetQL. Nice call, Joe G. Nice call. A lot going on today, officially kicking off preseason week number one with two contests tonight, including Joe G's team in action. We'll see if he has some plays or some insight into that game. We'll go over the full MLB card. NFL alternate alt win totals. Alt win totals. This is how you get some big plus money. We have some thoughts on that. We'll preview the Titans and the Colts season. The Big 12. I have Big 12 takes. I didn't realize I had as many Big 12 takes. Let's just say I understand why two teams want to get the hell out of that conference because it is brutal. Joe G, we also have uh, lightning bets. How you doing, my friend? I'm doing well. You know, I'm ex- football, Joe, football's back. We have the preseason games tonight. We also get that Field of Dreams game, which I'm sure we'll talk about in baseball, which I will at least uh, tune in to see what it looks like. And, Joe, you know what this all means. Four weeks from tonight, the NFL season right. opens. The opener right. is four weeks. From, we're almost there now. now. Now we're close. Yeah, it's back. It is officially back, I guess. The Hall of Fame game was back, too. I hope one of these two contests tonight is a little bit more entertaining than what we saw in the Hall of Fame game. But but is it? I feel like the next month is going to continue to drag and drag and drag. And that's that's our fault because we've been talking about football every day the last couple months. Yeah, and we're going to continue to. We're not yes. going to stop just because we might, we might feel like it's dragging. But no, we're getting close and we do get two games tonight and I'm excited. Uh, we will also hear from Tom Vecchio from FanDuel and Number Fire. Get his thoughts on the upcoming NFL season. 20 minutes from now, Tom Vecchio will drop by. And in the final hour of the program, 1120 Eastern, Josh Norris, an Odyssey Fantasy Insider. Uh, he'll help you out. I've got a draft going on right now with our executive producer. He's also in it. I'll keep you updated throughout. I hope I don't have a pick coming up, but uh, we'll see. I might have to make one live on the air. But as always, we begin with the headlines. Time for today's headlines. I think that's definitely true. Um, and I think that's because the people that know me, the people know the competitor I am. Um, and I'm going to do whatever it takes to make sure I'm out there. Um, but as I said, this is something that we want to uh, nip in the butt and not let continue to, to the linger. And I think the best way that we do that, the best way we do that is stay on the pace that I am and progress through it the right way. And once uh, September 9th comes, I'll play that game and then move forward without ever thinking about this again. Really? Really? Okay, I said I wasn't that interested. Probably won't watch it live, uh, meaning the the rest of this year's Hard Knock series. I guess I'm going to have to. I'm going to have to. We won't be talking about the salt on the McGriddle from Jerry Jones. Um, yeah, this is strange. So they're going to have an MRI. It reminded me of the Hard Knocks episode that we watched the other day because Dak was bothered by an injury and he's on the field. Why aren't the doctors checking him out? Is anyone in charge over there? That that was my first thought. Wait, the franchise 
Everything this season hinges on the health of Dak Prescott, the guy you just locked up for a very long time. And yeah, we got to do an MRI on Dak. Everybody relax. It's not a big deal. Um, and we're going to do it a couple days from now when we get back from this preseason game, which means absolutely nothing. My, my favorite part of, of all this that came out yesterday, that Dak Prescott's going to have another MRI on his shoulder, is the, uh, the haiku the, the Cowboys uh, Twitter account put out. Which, which we said, like, listen, not, not a big deal, guys. We're just, we're just going to do another MRI on our, our franchise quarterback. Quote, it's not a setback, and it's not a reason to worry, but quarterback Dak Prescott is planning on getting another MRI. Joe, I don't know how often you've had MRIs in your life. Guess what? You don't do them for no reason. You, you do them to make sure something's not wrong or you suspect something is wrong. And, Joe, I don't know if it's just natural movement or this is because of it. The line on week one, Dallas and Tampa Bay – has slightly moved. It was Tampa Bay minus six and a half. It's Tampa Bay minus seven now as we await more word on Dak Prescott. There's something going on with Dak Prescott. They're reaching out to the Yankees and the Rangers, and now he's in an MRI too. What are we doing here? From a point spread perspective, six and a half, seven in a preseason game is obscene. No, no, I mean week one. I'm saying week one. Oh, okay. But I did okay. So I did see that because you mentioned Green Bay. So I thought you were talking about the preseason. I meant meant, meant said that Tampa Bay week one. Okay, okay. Um, I think because I think there were two point spreads. It sometimes you get messed up when you look at the sportsbook apps because they bleed right into week one after the preseason games. But there were there were two that that have really large spreads. Uh, yeah, Bucks on Saturday are favored by six against Cincinnati. Like, why? (laughs) That's insane. Is Brady going to take a snap? I, I would imagine no. Yeah. Um, yeah, there there were a couple big ones, including the Bears, which I don't quite understand. Apparently, everyone in Bears-Dolphins, that joint practice yesterday, everyone was throwing interceptions. Oh, Both sides. Great. Yeah. Well, Fields, I mean, Dalton, Tua, Tua everyone's getting go. involved. That makes sense. <laughs> so, that yeah, that, that'll be fun to uh, break down on Saturday. But, uh, yeah, that's – this is not good. It's not positive. Don't t- don't tell me how to react. You're going to get ratio. Just put the tweet out there if you have to. Whatever, man. It's almost like when uh, the kid does something wrong and the kid's like, listen, just take a deep breath. That's exactly it's not it that is. big of a deal. Yeah. And then you the, the whole house is flooded or something. Like so, so, It's a big deal. Like so, Something's going on here. We got to handle now. Uh, it, it usually starts out by, dad, I need to tell you something. <laughs> don't get mad. <laughs> <laughs> don't get mad. But you're going to get mad. But you're listen, I'm gonna find out. Let's get this thing over with. Rip the band-aid off. Yep. What did you do? <laughs> what did you do? What did Jerry Jones do? A- am I out of line here? Am I out of pocket? Should they should you not be flying all the doctors and deck back to Dallas if you need to do this at home? Yeah, well, haven't we just paused your training camp, Dak? <laughs> haven't we make sure you're okay before we continue? Because one more setback, he could then miss real time. Like th- this becomes a thing. It could go from not being a thing to a thing really fast. I don't want to, you know, take too much into 60 minutes of television that was approved by many, many people to show America. But as we all suspected, Jerry medals. Jerry is in on everything. Like nothing happens without that dude knowing. Of course. And the coach is a goofball. So like that guy's not going to be in charge. Mojo moment. Let's get that mojo moment. Yeah, it's from this movie before you were born. Don't worry about it, guys. Don't worry about it. No big deal. No big deal. Boy, we talked about the K-prop for Burns yesterday, and at the time of the show, it was not posted. 
but we were having a conversation about whatever number it is. You probably want to bet it. What what number is too high for Burns? And Burns did not disappoint. Strike away. Got a chance at 10 in a row. 0-2 pitch and a swing and a miss. There it is. Corbin Burns ties a major league record for consecutive strikeouts. 10 in a row. Woof. 15 strikeouts in eight innings of work for Burns. So I had the Cubs in the second leg of my two-team money line parlay that I made yesterday. I turned it off after the first inning. So I'll be honest, I wasn't watching Burns rack up all these strikeouts because it was done. Brewers went up 7 nothing in the first off Jake Arrieta, who has not won a game uh, in this administration. <laughs> Jake's ERA is approaching 7 in my, around there now. So I was actually sweating this one. So the angle I took yesterday here was I love the Brewers, and I wanted to not just do the money line. So I, I went Brewers money line, game total under 11 and a half, and then Milwaukee scores seven runs in the first inning. I'm like, oh, no, but the game stayed under because the Cubs just didn't participate in scoring, so the game stayed under. So we all win on this, and, boy, that Cubs offense is bad. And Corbin Burns, I mean, I, I know Zach Wheeler's become the favorite in the NL Cy Young, and there's also Bueller, there's also Gosman, there's also Woodruff who goes today. Burns keeps having games like this. He's right there. How high is the Cubs strikeout rate over the last week? 38%. That's exactly what it is. <laughs> it's horrendous. <laughs> it's a, I mean, they're striking out almost 40% of the time. Woodruff today. Over, we're, I got to go over today, too. I didn't see it posted yet, but don't you have to? You have to. I mean, what, how high are they going to go? If Burns was seven and a half at a lot of books... You have minimum seven and a half. You might want to go up to eight and a half. Yeah, for it, has to, it has to be at least. I mean, Woodruff's not quite at the kind of strikeout pitcher, but he still gets a lot of strikeouts. How about yesterday in Major League Baseball? That was amazing. That was amazing. We were talking about being the dog days and all that. It's the has versus the have nots. Uh, I didn't think it got a ton of national pub, but it's big for me as a guy that grew up when I fell in love with baseball. I was watching Maddox before the Cubs let him leave town. But anytime I hear, oh, he threw a Maddox, like that interests me. That's exactly what Adam Wainwright did yesterday. Complete game, 88 pitches. That's hard to do in this era when it's home run or nothing. You have so many strikeouts, a lot of deep counts, 88 pitches. And if you want to throw a Maddox, got to have zero walks. Yeah, it's pretty incredible how he's still doing it. I, like that, that Cardinals seems pretty nondescript. Like there's just, there's not much there that you're like, oh, I want to tune in and watch the Cardinals. I mean, they have Arenado and Goldsmith, but like they're just a, a middling team. Going nowhere this year. Yet every time he pitches, they seem to win. And he's just like 88 pitches last night. I mean, that, that's a clinic by Adam Wainwright. What was the most impressive feat that you saw in Wednesday's action baseball? Yeah. Is it, well, is it Burns versus Wainwright? Two different well, kinds of feats? Well, there was. So when I was uh, catching up and everything that, that's gone on, this is before all the games wrapped up, there, there was one thing that popped to me. And I just laughed out loud. I laughed out loud and it wasn't Burns like that's expected. Honestly, as ridiculous as that sounds, 10 in a row, 15 Ks, it's kind of ho-hum. Uh, we've been on that for this Cubs run here. Uh, Wainwright, also impressive. Bellinger with two bombs last night. One of them was a 13 pitch at bat. But uh, I, uh, I chuckled when I saw that Boston put up a 20. A 20, Joe G., they hit one home run in the game against Tampa. It was 20-1 going into the ninth inning. 
I be- and I believe the home run was against a position player. I think the Rays tapped out at some point. And because yeah. I, I think it was Mejia, the catcher, was pitching when I saw the highlight. So, yeah, that, to score that many runs without a home run. And then they actually gave up a seven spot after they had 20 on the board. I, I saw something wacky last night. They're the first team ever to give up a seven spot in an inning and win a game by 12 runs. Like, it's just like that was a, like a football score. Yeah, it was uh, it was something. Ozzy Albies, walk-off homer. Uh, NL East race. You still have your Phillies hanging on to first place. For now. For now. For one, with a one-game lead. Yeah, they lost a couple against the L.A. Dodgers. Atlanta slides into uh, second place, one game back. But the Mets are right there, one and a half back. All three of 55 losses, which is, is – is, from now on, I'm going to start talking about how many losses these teams have. Forget the wins. That's it's what you should do. Yes. 55 losses apiece, and um, and they're all in action today. I think Mets have double header today, Braves, Reds, Phillies, Dodgers. So later on in uh, yesterday's show, we got word that Carlos Rodon is going on the injured list. So So he's on the IL, and he was the second favorite. He falls to the third favorite. That makes perfect sense. Over on FanDuel, Rodon goes down to plus 750. Plus 750. Derek Cole stays pretty much in the same spot. He's at plus 350. Most places have him between 3-1 to one and 4-1. to one. But FanDuel Sportsbook had uh, certainly reacted more than any other book that I saw. They're the furthest out on this. They have lean at minus 240. That's the biggest favorite for the AL Cy Young Award that I've seen. And it doesn't make... Doesn't mean that's their opinion. They're probably getting a lot of money on Lynn, so they want to get out ahead of it instead of some of these other books. Lynn goes today in the Field of Dreams game. That was a flip. It was supposed to be Rodon. Rodon goes on the injured list. So they, hey, this is a premier event. Let's have Lynn go in the Field of Dreams game. I have no issues with that. If uh, if Lynn is great tonight, if he goes into at least the seventh, this number is going to go away. If he does not have a great outing, Joe G., this thing's going to be up for grabs between Lynn and Cole. Yeah, it's a high-profile game. I mean, it's, it's, it's a lot of eyes on the game tonight against the Yankees' Field of Dreams game. The other thing I think to, to note here in this, every day that Garrett Cole misses on the COVID IL, it probably yeah. may, it probably leads to him having to make at least one rehab start. You know how starting pitchers are. They, they lose their stamina. He has to build that back up. So every couple more days he misses, that may mean a start or two he also misses in September. That could grow this gap even more. I gotta tell you, I it kind of feels, even though I'm a Chicago guy and I like Chicago guys getting these awards with Abreu last year and when Bryant won the MVP, Arietta got the Cy Young here a few years back. It just feels like he's the he's the guy that's left right now. Is he he's having a great year? The ERA's down, but I we're talking about a guy that usually goes six innings. Like when you talk about these workhorse guys, extremely high strikeout rate, they're giving you seven, eight, even in today's game. Uh, those outlier guys still do that. Lynn doesn't strike me as a, that guy, but he has the lowest ERA. It kind of reminds me, I think it was 06, Bartolo Colon won the Cy Young for the Angels, I think it was, at that point of his career. And I remember looking back, I was like, that was the Cy Young winner that year? We might look back on Lance Lynn winning in a similar vein. Yeah, maybe he'll end up tops in war, but he's not there right now. Uh, tonight, very intriguing Field of Dreams game, it looks to be. An awesome setup. Joe O and Joe G here on BetQL Daily. We're going to check in with Tom Vecchio from FanDuel. He's got some bets for you on the upcoming NFL season. Keep it locked on BetQL Daily, presented by FanDuel Sportsbook.
From the gridiron to the court to the ice to your wallet. BetQL Daily. Presented by FanDuel Sportsbook. With Joe O and Joe Gillio. 9 to noon Eastern on the BetQL Network.